0: Friends, I am so excited about today's episode. Today we're talking about how to truly enjoy your single life instead of just enduring it. We're also talking through some of the lies or myths we may have believed about singleness or dating. Things like, my success is way too intimidating so I need to tone it down, or I've been single for this many years and so I've missed my shot at finding my person. Friends, I'm even more excited because we have a really, really special guest here to talk us through this. Our guest for today's episode is singer, actress, and my new friend, Michelle Williams. Now, many of you guys know Michelle from her days singing in the popular musical group, Destiny's Child. Who does not love Destiny's Child? But along with being a super talented singer, Michelle is also an amazing speaker. I had the privilege of hearing her speak and meeting her in person at a conference I attended earlier this year in Atlanta. And after hearing her heart for singleness and dating, I just knew I needed to invite her to be on the show. In this episode, Michelle is sharing her journey as a single woman and the biggest lessons she's learned in her dating life. She's also teaching us how to be confident in who we are and not let anyone dim our light. She's teaching us how to cherish our time as a single person, how to stop feeling quite so lonely in our singleness, how to figure out the type of partner we need, how to stop settling, and so much more. I cannot wait for you to hear from her. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Friends, springtime is finally here, but that also means allergy season is in full swing. I have always struggled with allergies, and I don't know about you, but I am especially allergic to cats. More on that in a second. Well, luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. That's betterhelp.com H-E-L-P, slash friendship.
1: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
0: All right, friends, I am just like over the moon about who you get to meet today. I'm sitting here with my new friend, Michelle Williams. Michelle, thank you so much for coming to Girls Night.
1: Of course. Thank you for
0: having me, Stephanie. This is so fun. Okay, so for women who haven't gotten to meet you yet, mm-hmm. ah, they're in for a treat. Tell us who you are, what you do. And I'm, I feel like this could be a great fun fact. So tell us a fun fact about yourself.
1: A fun fact about myself. Um, Michelle is not my first name. What is your, can you talk? I mean, Michelle is my middle name. So it is a part of me. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So people will probably go on a Google hunt to see what my first name is. I'll, I know. Is it, is it, is it like a Teni- No, it's Tanitra. Yeah. Tanitra is my first name. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, tell us what you do. Tell us who you are and what you do. All right. So my name is Michelle Williams, uh, singer, author, and actress. I love it. I love it. We got to meet in Atlanta not that long ago, which is where you're based, right? Yes. Based in Atlanta, you and I, we met at Kate Tomlin's Heart of Dating Conference where, you know, I'm still on cloud nine because of that experience. So it was good to meet you there.
0: Same, same. It was so awesome. Um, I loved getting to hear you speak. And as I'm sitting there, I mean, I'm like cheering. I'm everyone's like amening all over the place to everything that you're talking about. Um and as I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, we gotta see if she'll come on girls' night. So I'm super, super glad to have you here. And because we met at the Heart of Dating Conference, everything, all of my questions today are all about singleness and dating because I okay. love your perspective. Okay. Um so I'm just gonna like pick your brain like crazy. Is all that, right. So is, is, is that okay? Let's go.
1: <laughs> Let's go.
0: Well, okay, so to start out with as just as much as you feel comfortable sharing um can you tell us what your
1: like single and dating life has what your like what your story has been okay um i have dated um all of my legal life you know um and i chose to be quiet about um those experiences um especially if i'm like well it doesn't seem like there's a future here so what's there to talk about um, my friends knew i was dating but it's just not something that You know, I wanted to keep that part of my life private. And then I publicly went public with the relationship um, and we got engaged and I should have kept that private Mm -hmm. Um, because when you're building uh, your relationship, you should not build it in public. Um, Mm -hmm. You should build that thing to where it's so strong privately first, build that foundation Before you go public. Now, that's my preference because I've had the experience of both, right? Um, And so that engagement was public, the disintegration of it was public because I feel like we made it public. You might as well make the breakup public too, you know, to a degree where. People see you, not that you owe anybody anything, but you might as well just, okay, we're not together, right? Um, That was, that was, um, that's what happened. So I, I, I don't, I will never do that again, ever. I will never, I will never publicly just put my relationship out there. I want people to like see me with a stroller and they be like, wait a minute, and she got to bring on, is she married? That's how, that's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know. Personally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what has, you know, I know that over the years you've been like a real encouragement to women as they're single and dating themselves. What is it about this season of life that has made you like want to walk with other people through it?
1: Um, Well, because I feel like we we, there are so many relationship gurus out there, relationship coaches, life coaches. And a lot of the relationship coaches, I don't want to generalize. I'm just, some, which could seem like a lot, tell you about the great side of the relationship or just make sure you're healing. But I don't think that a person has to have had perfect relationships to walk someone through a relationship situation, I would love to tell people what not to do or what to look out for, because this can happen based off of my experience, right? Um, So that's just why I want to walk with people. And the main thing to walk people through is their healing journey. While you are single, do I feel like you will be 100% whole, going into a relationship? No, and a lot of people shy away from being in a relationship because it's, remember the saying, it's, I'll come to church when I'm saved already. I'm too dirty to come to church. I'll come to church when I've, you know, got some things straightened out in my life. And a lot of people feel that way about relationships. Well, I've got to get myself all the way together. I got to get myself together. Some of that is true, um, but prayerfully, God sends you somebody where that healing can be a journey where both of you are collect are individually doing the work and collectively doing the work and I feel that the relationship can work when both are committed to their healing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love
0: that. Yeah. Um what is one of the things, you know, there are there are two pieces to this singleness and dating thing. There's the singleness part mm-hmm. and the kind of like loneliness piece or the kind of desert piece or the Mm -hmm. watching other people be in relationships. And then there's the dating piece of it, which I think when you're in, when you're super duper single, it feels like dating is going to be a reprieve from some of the confusion. But dating in itself is so confusing, like on its own. And so I want to kind of split them up if we can for a second. And I would love to hear just what are some of the things or like some of your biggest, most helpful lessons you've learned during singleness mm-hmm. specifically
1: you have to intentionally because you are single you have to intentionally do things travel by yourself go out to eat by yourself shop by yourself go to the movies by yourself to where you to where now it's to the point where I'm like I'm okay with a relationship or without a relationship because I've invested so much in myself personally I love me I love being by myself Maybe it's because part of me is more introvert than even I want to believe. <laughs> um, but there's so much peace that I have, and the person that's in my life, you almost gotta bring that same energy as it relates to peace, or be greater, <laughs> you know, than the peace that I already have. Please don't bring drama, confusion, any of that, because I will choose me if that yeah. happens. So that's what I would encourage singles to do is get to the point where that relationship is an addition that it does not subtract and take away from your walk with God, the peace and the healing that you've been doing. Make sure that it's an addition of joy. It's an addition of love. It's an addition of peace. It's an addition of, wow, we can really rock this world together.
0: I think that for me, there were times um, when I was single or I feel like times when I just like haven't been doing well, that I being by myself is scary. And so I'll reach for all kinds of things or people or noise or chaos in order to not be with myself.
1: Oh, my gosh. I shop. I I hit the add to cart, add to cart. And if Facebook and Instagram, they keep listening to what we say. And if I say like right now. high-waisted jeans. The most amazing high-waisted jeans are going to come across our feet and I'm going to buy them. I'm going to tap, <laughs> add to cart. yep
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's so easy. It's so easy to fill your life with so many things. And like, whether that's, you know, relationships, whether that's, uh, and I think that when we are feeling particularly chaotic inside or empty, it's easy to fill ourselves with things that just aren't, aren't actually gonna add much like you were talking about. And, yeah. but I, it was such a turning point for me to be able to just be with myself and see my see my relationship with myself as something to invest in and something to cherish and something to make time for. And it, it like, I, I just, I love the way that you said that, like your piece, you're doing all these things by yourself. Like what you have going is really good. The relationship yeah. you have with yourself is really good. And so if someone else is gonna be involved, they need to either like be as good or better they than what you already have They've got to bring
1: it. They've got to bring it. They got to bring yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, okay. So what about dating? Dating, putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. Um, you know, the like opening yourself up to rejection, uh, knowing if someone's right for you. Like what are some of the things that you're like, I, if I could go back and give myself a piece of advice about dating, like this is what I wish I knew sooner.
1: Mm what I wish I knew sooner about dating. I feel like I'm made to only date one person at a time. But there are some people who are like, oh no, you should be, you should be seeing more than one person. And a part of me is like, do I regret not seeing more than one person at a time? Not sleeping with, but like... Letting somebody take you out of just hanging out. Yeah. You know, I don't think any harm is in that, you know. Cause yeah. shucks, the men are. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think well, I mean, you don't know. Yeah, being being clear about like, is are, is this exclusive or is it not? And I think you know, when you are dating a few or when you are like, you know, talking to a few different people, um, it takes some of the pressure off. And and that
1: alleviation of pressure can be a good thing. Right? Yeah, it takes pressure. If, I think if you're clear, like you said, hey, if it comes up and it's appropriate, you're not the only person I'm talking to. I mean, you don't have to be like, I'm talking to so-and-so and I'm going to take them to so-and-so at 7 p.m. tomorrow. But first of all, unless you've had the conversation of exclusivity, you shouldn't think you're exclusive to anybody anyway. I think that's a conversation to be had you know i'm old school i want the will you be my girlfriend yes or no question i do <laughs> same same i yeah. want to be clear let's be
0: clear yeah yeah because i think something that we can do is and i always i was aired on the side of of exclusivity where i would like really like someone and th- feel like I would place a reserved sign on my entire heart for this person, whether or not they'd asked me to do that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I would find myself like wh- like more invested than I should have been. And, and so I would get more hurt than I would have had had to, I guess, if yeah. I would have like slowed, slowed down a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that.
0: Are there any other, like just as you've been dating and as you've been talking to people about Their relationships, are there any other like dating words of wisdom that you find yourself passing out a lot?
1: Therapy. Please go to therapy, making sure that, um, because it's not your fault when pain and trauma was inflicted on you, but I think you are responsible to not project that same pain and trauma onto others, right? If you find yourself in a relationship and you're anxious, or that other person says, Hey, like it, because sometimes pain and trauma always makes you question your place in someone's life. Are we okay? Are we okay? are, Are we good? Are we good? And I feel like something, something happened along the way that's making you very insecure. And whether and instead of you knowing that you're worthy of that love, I'm speaking from experience, instead of me knowing that I was worthy of that love and wanting to make sure I am what this person truly wants, I was so insecure, you know, but it took a lot of therapy and going back to those wounds from childhood to figure all that out. So that's first and foremost. No, you don't have to go to therapy to talk about depression, anxiety, abuse, and blah, blah, blah. You, can, you can't... you but what will happen is they will always go back to something that happened um in childhood because childhood forms the way we re- the way we respond today as an adult. Now there are some adults who had a blissful childhood. They had all the love, their parents were amazing to them, so they know how to communicate and they're fine. That's okay. But it's a possibility you might get into a relationship with someone who's still working on some things. So that's first and foremost. I would say go into some Get into some therapy, you know, talk some things through. Be prayerful. Do not ignore red flags. As they say, red flags begin to look like six flags when you're really into a person, when you're desperate. (laughs) When you're so desperate for love, you overlook some things that possibly will not change in marriage. Why should I change in marriage when you seemed okay with me when we were just dating or engaged? So that person's not going to change in marriage unless God comes in and does a miracle. So I would say yeah. do not overlook things and ask questions. Say And, and don't ask questions from an accusatory standpoint hey, I'm just curious, from my point of view, when you say this or when you do this, it makes me feel, you know? Just things like that that I'm learning along the way. Even to something yeah. I had to do this morning, I said, I asked this person, when we talk about this, how do you want me to respond? Because I'm seemingly taking things personally. Yep. You know? Yep. And then yeah. it was like, God gave me the revelation of why I'm taking things personally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. I, lo- I love that. That's something that, so this is like, crazy. both my parents are psychologists, which is kind of a, it sounds like a weird way to grow up. It was a pretty normal way both to grow up. Both your
1: parents are psychologists?
0: Both my parents wow. are psychologists. I know. Isn't that nuts? um but one of the things that they always talked about was using i statements and so instead of coming into something and say well you said this and you said this and you said this that immediately puts someone on the defensive whereas if you can say you know what i'm feeling a little bit defensive or or my feelings are are, are a little bit hurt and i'm trying to figure out would you mind telling me like am i reading this in the right way That's as perfect. long as you can as long as you can talk about yourself like you're you are owning what is yours. You are protecting what is yours. You are clarifying what is yours and you're not attacking the other person. And so it just gives the other person a chance to respond better.
1: Absolutely. It's amazing. Absolutely. I agree with you on that, Stephanie B. But a lot of times we don't say, hey, I'm feeling this way because it makes us we're projecting our insecurity. I wonder if they're going to think I'm weak or being dramatic or too sensitive if I say I feel. But you are so right. When you say you always do this, instead of saying that, I seem to be hearing you say this. Am I hearing you right? So what I'm hearing you say is, and then it gives them a chance to be like, no, you took that the wrong way. This is what I was, you know, but it depends because that could be in the back and forth. No, because what I heard you say, no, babe, I promise you, this is what I meant. No, because this is what. So you, <laughs> it's, I, and I'll say this. Sometimes you got to be willing to just be quiet. Mm. So say you were having that exchange, honey. It's I'm if I'm hearing you right. It seems like you were saying this, and they say, no, that's incorrect. I was saying this. No, you said. When you find yourself about to do that, just hush and be like, sometimes it's easier to also be like, you know what? You're right. (laughs) Okay. Yep. You can't win everything, especially when there are two strong-minded people, you know, especially two people who read a lot, who know a bunch of facts and information going back. You're like... Listen, how about both of us are right? Both of us are Uh correct here. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep.